0: Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank & Trust, member FDIC. today.
1: Hour number three at Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater. From the capital city, as we await on Coach Richardson, that will give me a chance to catch up a little bit on our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line in our Gangster Museum of America Live and feedback. This from... Uh, 501 come on man coaching 101 should tell you <laughs> that you and i aren't at practice you don't know why blocker etc didn't play that much at auburn they end up playing about eight minutes when you count that mop up there towards the end mm-hmm. of the game but
2: uh hey, Pinion played six minutes but never took a shot yeah and that was a lot of that was in the mop up at the end of the game
1: yeah so yeah Then this one, uh, this retirement is going to have a domino effect in coaching jobs. How many schools do you think will be looking for a coach after the dust settles?
2: Well, that's hard to say because, again, we don't know which direction Alabama is going to head. You know, they hired Saban from the pros. Would they go after an NFL coach? We we don't know. Uh, Would they go after, say, a young NFL coach if there are any out there? Yeah. the oldest NFL coach just got benched, uh, Pete Carroll. So I, you know, there, there's some young ones You're out there advisor. that might look at. Yeah, now he's going to be an advisor. But he it was totally against what he wanted to do. Certainly. He definitely, he definitely wanted to coach. So will he coach again? Maybe some other team will hire him. Uh, we talked about what if Bill Belichick takes another NFL job? Would he take Saban with him? Uh, they coached together on the Cleveland Browns staff. So we just don't know that. But who will Alabama hire? Whoever they hire may be great, but won't be as good as Nick Saban. And and the thing you have to say, you know, we talked about Saban how his drive continually to win even after he had won. That that's something that's very difficult to do. His drive to win even after he had won, his last team was in the final four. So as we were talking about earlier, it's not like he's leaving some mop-up job to somebody to come in and say, okay, boy, this program needs to be fixed. So
1: whoever takes a job, uh, those are big shoes to fill. Absolutely. Talking about big shoes to fill, it's time for Rolling with Nolan.
0: On Drive Time Sports with Coach Nolan Richardson. Brought to you by Slim Chickens. There's lots of places to get chicken, but there's only one Slim's. Serving Central Arkansas and now open in Cabot and Jacksonville.
1: Coach, I guess you're aware there's an opening uh, down at uh, Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Uh, would you be interested in applying for the head football coach at the University of Alabama? Coach, I, I, I would tell you
3: this. Anyone that takes that job, <laughs> gotta be out of his mind, got a job. Because you don't, you don't follow the guy that is the guy. You know, you may follow the guy after four or five guys have gone through there because there's no question in his records and the things he's done. Who can duplicate that? And the is the kept when they're saying that, oh, you know, it's Alabama's program. Yeah, that's the problem. The Gladwell's program, and, and regardless of saving, and uh, is not there or not. It's still, it's going to be under his shadow, no matter who comes in there. Yeah. So, it's, it, 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 it it'd be, I know. I, I don't know. I wouldn't really think very highly of taking a job that I know that may last a couple of years.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, you I know, think yeah, he didn't win one national championship. He won six. So uh, that's, that's a tough. That's, well, he won one at LSU, but I'm talking about at Alabama well, that's, he That's six. still a
4: championship, yeah. Rick. That's a, yeah, oh, that's I, I understand. Here. But I, I'm talking about his <laughs> Alabama
2: coach, and that's still oh. a lot. So let's, let's go back and ask you a couple of questions then. First of okay. all, you knew you were taking over at Arkansas from a coach who had been very successful, had won a national championship, but what was that challenge like for you?
3: Well, you know, if, if, I think any job that you're going to go to it's either going to look a little bit better with some things in your favor that you're looking for. I think that's probably more. I I was there's no question. I was pretty happy and, and was doing a pretty good job at University of Tulsa. But you know we didn't have no gym on the campus. We didn't have we had so many shortcomings, but we were able to get over those. But at the University of Arkansas, you had fans that came when it snowed,
4: mm-hmm. and you're
3: not supposed to be on the highway. <laughs> when we, we just we couldn't attract that <clears throat> and I I, I I enjoyed the fact that you had already built in katie had already built in a, a tremendous basketball program um uh, just uh i felt bad my heart down and, and hurting was it was during the time of my daughter's sickness mm-hmm. I, I couldn't enjoy anything to be honest with you enjoy a getting a job, but then she was that same year uh, bringing her away from that. I had so many other things on my mind. University basketball was not one of those things that were on my mind at the time, to be honest with you.
2: But still, you took over from, well, let's turn it around then. You, you didn't leave when you wanted to. That wasn't your choice. We understand that. Stan Heath comes in. Did you ever talk to him, or did he ever call you and ask you for advice?
3: Because he, he was
2: replacing yeah. someone that
3: won a national championship. Yeah, he he did. He, he I had a long conversation on a couple of maybe two or three occasions with with Heath. Uh, you know, he asked me some things that he had heard, and uh, uh, whether it, you know, for him, to, what do you think that he should try to do? He he. he, he there was one thing he did not, uh, uh, to tell you the truth, none of the coaches that were hired after that I was there ever, I uh, did not have a chance to talk to. Him. Uh, uh, so, you know, Keith came under tremendous pressure of, of taking over a job that I had probably
4: did pretty good. <laughs> no, he did <laughs> more than pretty good. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> That's uh, yeah. so, being not as
1: <laughs> modest coach.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I, that's that's the thing. That's why I said you don't take over. You know, and, uh, the difference there is like I said with Eddie. Eddie went to Kentucky, which was supposed to be the supreme job of them all. Yeah. So right. he, he, he in his mind went to something more elaborate. And Tulsa is is the same uh, was the same. I'm I'm getting to Arkansas uh, in a, in a conference that was strictly football, but the Southwest Conference in Football was the Southwest Conference in Football, but the football at, at, at Tulsa was Missouri Valley, and that was, they didn't have Division One teams, even. Maybe two or three of them were Division One. So, you know, it, was, it didn't take the, the glitter away from having a good basketball program at a private institution like Tulsa. So I, that was problem that's great in my faith
2: mm-hmm. let's go back to stan heath what why do you think it was I, I again you're impossible to it would be the next coach that could be successful but why do you think he didn't make it at arkansas well
3: the, the, the thing that you got to understand i think and that's in human behavior why was why was he hired you need to ask the first question is why why was he actually hired?
2: Oh, I think it's obvious because they were. Well, if it
3: was, then if that's what I'm saying. Then yeah, if that's obvious. Well, how can you, uh, if you got, if you're going in behind the, the eight ball. What's going to make you get on, on top of the eight ball when when no one is hoping for you to do any any, any good? I mean, that they, they had to replace someone and that looked like me and 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 maybe talked like me. Hopefully not act like me, but but <laughs> that that's what that's what they had to do.
4: Yeah, and
3: and now he's coming in with with trying to satisfy those thoughts until things go good, better. And, and like I said, you, you you'll last me four or five years, uh, and then move on. But you you know you have to look at the circumstances under which a guy takes a job. He took a job because he he got. Very fortunate to have a pretty good team that the coach the year before left him and it got to the Sweet 16. So he was a hot commodity
4: from Mm -hmm. the standpoint
3: of a black individual coach. Right. Mm -hmm. So you you, you grab him up and, you know, push the Nolan out. So we got this young guy and he's going to do this, he's going to do that. And it it doesn't happen that way. But he had, to me, a pretty good start, a pretty good middle part. I mean, I think he won 18 games when he got fired. So that, that tells me that that job wasn't going to be there for long anyway. Yeah. And then I can go back my first year, I was I was threatened to be dismissed if I didn't beat Arkansas State. Uh, there I was dealing with a sick daughter. It, you know, I, there's a lot of pressure that a coach uh, goes under without any fans knowing anything what's going on at all, yeah. closed doors. So, you know, sometimes it's hard to ask me a question because I didn't, you know, i was telling my grandson not too long ago, I said, you know, I coached 25 years on a college level, and that's including three. And I'm, I'm looking at my, my man uh, who is 72 years old, 28, 28 uh, years of coaching. Uh, and I, I, I said, I put in 25, and at the age of 60, I'm out of it. Yeah. And he's at the age of 72. So I, I'll, I'll get to enjoy some of the things because they put me out of it before I was too old and was let out to pass you.
4: So, well,
3: uh, you know, some good, some bad, some some uh, in between.
2: So, Coach, there is an <clears throat> adrenaline rush that comes from athletics that is very difficult to replace in anything else. That's why you see, I think, players hang on maybe longer than they should. Uh, maybe see coaches hang on uh, longer than they should. Uh, you obviously had no choice at, at Arkansas at the time. You did come back and coach women's basketball, and you coached some international basketball. Right. If, if Nick Saban was sitting across from you right now, what would you tell him to prepare for if he's not going to
3: coach again well you know that that's that that was simple for me because uh i didn't have to coach i didn't have to go and say you know when they call and ask me if i would coach the panamanian team i didn't have to do that Mm -hmm. i mean it was something that hey i'll I'll get out for a couple of months do some coaching and back home uh, uh or then the the Mexican team, same situation. I knew I would eventually coach the Mexican Olympic team because I was more or less raised over there. And they they thought of me as one of of their own. So when they came to call in after watching me coach the Olympic team, and I said, yeah, but but I I made a deal that I would not go. If I got you to the playoffs to go in the world game, I will not go to Japan. I I don't fly that many hours. On anything, and, and I got there, <laughs> but I didn't go. <laughs> they huh. tried everything they knew how. I did, I did not go to the World Games with them. Wow. So I told them just give me. A, uh, a, 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 that that was the fan the fan Am team. So uh, to, to, to make it short, I enjoyed I enjoyed those moments that I had back into the game. Well, the girls came around. That was late, I guess, twenty ten, twenty eleven. That was a totally different new operation, I'm saying. I don't know anything about women's basketball. <laughs> I don't. I, I have no clue. My wife always has said, you can't handle one. How are you going to be out there with 10 of them, 11 of them? So, <laughs> you know, right. But I said, I, I, you know, I, I, and, and when I look back over my past, I said, boy, I'm, I'm glad I, I took advantage of just going and seeing what it was like to coach females. And I and I got a great respect and love for the game for women. I watch I watch the women's college games more than I do the men. Really? I, I Even never today? Used to do that. Really? I, I do that right today. I I'm gonna get a little girls' game in a minute. And and, and 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 see how they have changed and how it has changed so much. Uh, just comparing to what it used to look like and what it looks like today the same way with some of the men. So you know, uh, I, I just was telling him those kinds of things that, you know, I love golf, love it. Uh, if I had it to do it all over again, it was really fun. I, I tried to put every ounce and every bit into the golf game because I fell deeply in love with it. And so uh, I never forget a, a, an old friend of mine said, learn how to play this game and you can play it till you're 80.
4: Uh, well I'm 82 yeah. and
3: I'm still playing. Yeah.
4: <laughs>
3: so. It's something, uh, you know, I've got ponds. My wife likes to fish, but I'm not a fisherman because I don't like practicing. They, they, to me, you practice when you go fishing. You might catch it. You may not. You may never catch something. You may catch something. So uh, once I'm there 10, 15 minutes, that's enough. I had mm-hmm. enough practice. If I ain't caught that, and I'm gone. So so there, there's that group, you know, like, like Bobby Knight. He used to miss our tournament. it was always done doing one of his biggest fishing. Ollie, Mm -hmm. and you know, have something else to do. I'm sure, I'm sure that uh, probably into something that can fill some of the time that that he's away from the game.
4: I don't know, he's
2: got a lake house, that's all we know. Nobody else knows what he does with his spare time. Well, if you watch women's basketball, coach, have you seen this team? Have you seen Talia Scott, the freshman on the women's basketball team? She's pretty good isn't she oh my gosh she's leading the conference in scoring and she's a true freshman
3: man i tell you you're right i i watched them the other night i believe she she she's incredible and she's just a freshman I,
2: yeah, she's just a freshman. Oh, she she missed she missed a game for some reason. We don't know why. They they do that nobody ever said some kind of injury. They play at home again tomorrow night the game's on the SEC network, so get a chance oh, to what? see her play. And then you got oh, yeah. you got another woman, a, young young
3: lady on that. Girl from Iowa. Girl from yeah. Iowa. Oh my
2: gosh. Oh Caitlin, my gosh. Clark. Caitlin Clark. Oh my gosh. She,
1: she is born, phenomenal. She was,
3: born in, she was born in another planet. <laughs> she don't you don't know. right. Coach, did He's you see that, that fadeaway
1: that she had the game winner the other night? I, I mean, mean, it you know, was it was uh, at the logo yeah. on the you're edge of the court. midcourt line. Yeah, near
2: half court. Yeah.
1: She's amazing. Good I, yeah. gracious.
3: Yeah. Now, now, you know, yeah, good the old old timer would used to say, "Boy, I paid to I paid to go see her play." Most you know, most women games back in the day, you, you just went in because there was nothing else to do. Yeah, but now this. This girl is filling up every arena that she plays yeah. in. they You think they're? She's had a drawing
2: card. Their home wow. games. Their home games were sold out before the season started. I've never heard of women's basketball. Uh,
3: yeah. Unbelievable.
2: Yeah. Pete Maravich.
1: She is the Pete Maravich. Yeah. At a time when the three-point line is applicable, but the things she can do with the basketball, I was going to say about. Scott that she's fearless. Caitlin Clark is fearless. I mean there's yeah. nothing she won't do. There's not a player she will not challenge. Uh I thought that NCAA championship last year was one of the greatest ones. Yeah. You know in, in quite LSU some time. LSU was just better, yeah. Yeah, LSU right. was better with Reese. And yeah. she is a special special talent. Uh that uh-huh. was that was fun to watch. Coach, I got I got a, this is about Sabin. And this is kind of a different, I guess you can say, twist towards this retirement. I'm wondering, Coach, if the NIL and the transfer portal wore Nick Saban down. He he wasn't wild about the transfer portal. He wasn't wild in the beginning, and I don't think he changed really towards the NIL. He knew he had to play the game in some regards to get some players, but – do you think that eventually wore him down? That's why I would question if Saban does come back, for whatever reason, I could see it more at the professional level than I could going back to college because the college game is only going to get worse with the NIL business and the transfer portal. So those well, problems new, are not
3: going to go away. It's the new pro league. And I mean, I don't care what how they slice it, dice it. A, it's a new pro league. Right. And there's no question. That that I don't know. I mean, I can't answer first thing David. But but I, he, you know, when you when you look and see how and what they can do now, and how he has approached the game all these years, there's some changes going to take place, and you can live with. But boy, that that is major, major changes. Uh, I I look at like Roy Williams, coach at Connecticut. Does not that he wasn't that old to me, and he with all these new laws of being able to play one week and the next week you don't uh I, you know you, you I, I used to worry about the fact that it goes one and done that, you know that, mm-hmm. that, that, that's nothing now you, you wish it was that way <laughs> uh, one and done. but but it's it, to me it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to probably get worse
4: but i was i, I, think,
3: I, I, don't, I hope not but I, I don't see any I don't see anything stopping it. Well, I was
1: just gonna say, Coach, can you imagine it's seventy two? I realize you said you're eighty two, but let's let's just say you're still coaching at seventy two and you played coached in a different world, and now this world of the N I L and the transfer portal, Coach Richardson is thinking I don't have to put up with all this stuff. I don't want to deal with all this stuff. I mean, you'd hate to think well, you know,
3: it's what drove you, know you from what? the game. Well, there you go. We're already putting up with a whole lot of stuff, but now it's, it's a whole, whole lot of stuff that these guys have put up with. And I, you know what bothers me is that not once do I, do I hear graduation.
1: Yeah, not yeah. Once great a, point.
3: A, a, They, you know, when they were, when they were, coach,
1: Coach, hang on, we, hang on, coach, we got to hit a break. we'll talk about this when we come back. Drive Time Sports will continue. It's time
0: for Rolling with Nolan on Drive Time Sports with Coach Nolan Richardson. Brought to you by Slim Chickens. There's lots of places to get chicken, but there's only one Slims serving Central Arkansas and now open in Cabot
1: and Jacksonville. And, Coach, right before the break, we had to cut you short, but you were talking about one of the things that disturbs you, and, and I totally agree. The word education all of a sudden seems to be thrown out the window. It's all about let's talk about the NIL. Let's talk about the transfer portal and not about these young men and women getting a college education. That, that's,
3: that's the thing that I noticed over and over again, you know, how you you're criticized for not having graduation rate off the par when you when you know and I know that most of the kids that come to school don't really come there to start off with to get a degree. Sure. So I mean, I always call them athletes and students. In other words, we they come in as athletes, we hope to make them students so they can work toward getting their degree. How long should it not that shouldn't be the problem? It's given it and guys that have played, gone away from, tried their soul, went over to Europe, came back, and, and somehow got degrees. That, that, to me, is, is more important than not going to school at all, but never getting a degree and while going to school.
4: So now,
3: all of a sudden, it's, it's about how much money can I
4: mm-hmm. make,
3: and I'm going to move over here to make more than I had been making here. Uh, guys are now taking cuts salaries because they're making so much money in college
1: <laughs> I, I, where, where are we going next it's it's gonna be hard to believe how yeah. over the years it's gonna be able to sustain itself that's that's the thing i mean when you start talking about all right here's the 2024 class well then we start again on 2025 and you've right. got the overhead hanging over from the 2024 class and then you go into 2026 and i, I mean i could just keep perpetuating itself just keep going. yeah where does keep it going. where does it end i mean it, i mean it, the money's got to come from somewhere apparently but the wealth got to dry up and then the foundation or different schools foundations are saying well we need such and such money for this we we need to make improvements to such and such facility oh that's only going to yeah. be a couple of hundred million dollars uh the poor old donor out there is like, man, I, I don't have an endless <laughs> pot of gold here in my pocket. At least I don't think I do.
3: Well, that's that's what we're facing. So you better you better go dig you some more holes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> tap tap into a few more uh, yeah, uh, a few old, oil wells. yeah. Get you a get, a, get a couple more oil wells. <laughs> Let's talk to Tuck. Tuck, good afternoon. You got a question or comment for Coach Richardson?
3: I, I sure do. You know, in throughout all, all history there's only been three great writers. There was Saint Paul, wrote a lot of the New Testament. There's William Shakespeare, wrote a whole lot of good English lit, and Orville Henry.
2: <laughs> now that's it.
3: <laughs> no, that's it. Now Coach, I
4: understand
3: it that, that you might have spoken mr henry funeral and i've always wondered with all that went on at Fayetteville in that time and all the history that orville had on arkansas not only the, the university but the state what your relationship with his was and i'm going to hang up and listen and i and i think you've done a great great job for arkansas and you've changed basketball basketball force for the better Thank
1: you. And we love him on Drive Time Sports, I can tell you That's that right, for sure. You bet. Hey, uh,
3: what was the end of the question? The question think, was about
2: your, your relationship with Orville Henry.
3: Uh, how oh, was that and, and, and you I, spoke I, I at his funeral. That, yeah, Orville and I got to be very, very, very close down in, in, his, in his worst days. Uh, I, I knew that he had, he, had, he had witnessed what I was going through with uh, um, with Yvonne and i used to drive out over to uh, the other city. i can't even think of the name of the little town that he had lived in. drive up there and see him a couple of times he was really sick but it, it got to the point where you know he and he was a, to me he became more of a student of the game that I was trying to play so he could i, I defend me in, in some cases uh you know i I think a lot of folks thought open the way we played our game, the quickness, way we tried to play it with the defense that we disguised so many times. And I, I get a kick out of people describing what I used to do. <laughs> and and <laughs> I asked some of the players, you know, we don't know what to talk about. I know it. And that's why we were able to escape a lot of those, because it was different. Orville uh, uh, asked us the, the questions, and, and I enjoyed that. He, he, he wrote facts. Uh, when he said he talked and i said and i believe him but it, the other guys that wrote they here and comes from the second story and i did this I, you know I, 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 that's just part of, of the war that was going on when i got here there was a war between yep. the two newspapers the yep. ad it was it was a mess
4: Yeah.
3: every if one wrote good about you the other one wrote bad yeah like right. our all will kind of stayed on the Pretty even course with me, Uh, you know, and not everything he wrote that I enjoyed, but that's part of of the game. But I really, I really uh, uh, had a lot of admiration for him. How he, you know, he he changed. He he told me a lot of things that he shouldn't have, but he shared them with me, and, and 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 that was the amazing part. He shared some things that he was so close to other people that he had never shared with, and so. and I I will never share with anyone. But Orville was quite an incredible writer and an incredible man.
2: If it's not, if it's personal, don't share it, but is there anything you can tell us about maybe the last conversation you had with Orville?
4: Oh,
3: you know, he was concerned about what was going on uh, with me and and Hyde was uh, turning out and it, it, it would be it would be just opening up the can of warrants of mm. the things that he, he had mentioned and said that would happen, and to be very careful. Watch what you say. And, you know, he was trying to give me, a, a, I guess, a class on this is what's happening, and you can do to stop it. But uh, be aware that it's going to happen. I think that's more or less the lesson I learned from him.
1: Well, he had, the state had, I should say, Two jewels. You're talking about one in Orville Henry, the other one, obviously Paul Iles. And yeah, Paul. I, I am not sure, Coach, our state will ever see anything like that ever again. Uh, two. Well, no, no,
3: definitely Paul. He, he, he's incredible too. Paul was. Oh my God, I I, I don't think I've ever met a human being as 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 kind Uh, Mm a person uh, giving than Paul Hill. It's unbelievable. It'd be very hard to describe if you could use every letter in the alphabet. You you, you couldn't describe him.
2: Well, the ones I would use would be H-U-M-B-L-E. He was one of the most humble men you would ever know in your life for a guy that everybody in Arkansas knew him, and he had total humility, amazing.
3: Absolutely right. <clears throat> You're absolutely right. <laughs> he, he said, uh, "I, you know, I had him on a horse out here with me. <laughs> He's really? He Really? He rode a horse? Yeah. With you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I when cannot I see Paul farm, on a horse. Paul pa- 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 I said, "You got to get up. I'm getting on it. You got to get on one. So we I, we put him on the boy, and I'm wow. going Paul with it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he, he enjoyed the fun uh, probably as much as I did. But uh, yeah, I can see Paul uh getting ready to get his cowboy hat on. Oh my gosh, stick up on me, horse. Yeah. You've what was that it.
1: movie that Billy Crystal starred in? Uh, that he went to that uh, yeah. dude ranch. Jack
2: Jack Palance
1: was in yeah. it. He was the yeah, tech guy. yeah. And uh, I, I could see Paul on that horse, and Paul, his feet yeah. flying up in the air, and that cowboy
3: hat yeah. coming off.
4: <laughs> uh, I tell you
3: who could really describe it because he filmed it. It's it. <laughs> Tim. Yeah. yeah.
4: Oh,
3: yeah. oh Tim, boy, he, he he filmed it. <laughs> Always sung some Christmas songs together. We, we we did some, some some really neat things. I thought Paul was very creative, and uh, uh, I really enjoyed being around him. I think he enjoyed the way we played. Coach, I didn't know you were uh,
1: such a renowned performer, singer. Sure. No
3: man, I couldn't. I can't. <laughs> I can't hold a
1: note. <laughs> <laughs> my, my dad used to say. You couldn't even carry a note in a bucket, so I understand. <laughs> I, uh, I know, I know the uh, the so called pain right there. Uh, we were talking a few moments ago about Coach Saban and how uh, he's ha- he will handle uh, retirement now. And my question to you, to you, Coach, and I know you did have is you and Rick talked about a few moments ago. Uh, and that was you had the, the Panama experience and you had the Mexi- Mexican experience but and, and the ladies experience. But how long did it take you to shut down those competitive fires? Because, uh, I mean, Sabin has been known. He wins a championship. The game's over at 10 o'clock. By midnight, he's already working on next year. He couldn't yeah. even savor the victory that he just enjoyed a few moments ago. How long did
3: it take I, I you to know. let
1: go of those competitive fires?
3: I, I tell you, I was, you know, you, you, you check in under different circumstances. Sometimes you can retire angry. Sometimes you can get out as hell to get out from under them guns. You can, you know, you, you, you can, it depends on how you feel when you get out of that, you know, how you get out of that job. Because i never watched basketball for at least two, two years. I never watched the game. Not on TV, no, no kind of basketball. I just stayed away from it. But
1: Coach, I, hang on, hang on. Terrible. Hang on, we've got one final segment with the legend, Coach Nolan Richardson. Drive Time Sports will continue. Drive Time Sports.
0: tapped with refreshing sports opinion on the Buzz Radio Network.
2: Welcome back to Drive Time Sports. We've got Randy Rainwater, Rick Schaefer, and Nolan Richardson. And Randy asked me to start this segment by telling you about the Yvonne Richardson Foundation, a foundation that for years, decades now, has been helping people in Arkansas, people who are in great need. Could be families needing medical care, could be a lot of different variety of things, usually involving kids. The Yvonne Richardson Foundation was founded uh, because Nolan Richardson and his wife were and family were certainly um went through the difficulty of losing their daughter yvonne richardson that's why they named the foundation after her and you can give to that foundation and you can give it any time of year it's tax deductible no matter where you give it the end of the year or the first of the year so why not start your year well by donating to the yvonne richardson foundation it is just you can go online gift yvonne g-i-f-t-y-v-o-n-n-e dot com you can do it very simply Uh, by going com, And, again, we we need to tell you that uh, Slim Chickens sponsors this segment with Nolan Richardson. Slim Chickens gives its entire talent fee to the Yvonne Richardson Foundation. Nolan does not benefit from this, but others do. And so I hope you'll
1: consider a gift to the Yvonne Richardson Foundation. Very good, Coach. Now, you were talking right before the break, and we, uh, again, had to cut you short. Commercials make us do yeah, that. Yeah, you know? I don't know why we got to pay the bills for some reason. Uh, but you were you were talking about um, sometimes you're forced in retirement and you're angry, and sometimes uh, you retire, and I guess it makes for a happy retirement. Every person that
3: retires, some might be deciding that you know this, this time must come to an end. Uh, you know, I, I, I didn't know. I I thank the Lord that I was able to, to make it to 60 from the, the age and being able to coach on every level, starting in the 7th grade. You know, 7th, 8th, 9th. I mean, so I, I was actually blessed in doing something that I love and care about. And so when I was taken away from that, you know, besides being a player, a coach, a teammate. Of, I've, been, I've been everything, and to go to the girls' side of the game, the international basketball. So I, uh, I, I felt like he, he gives me everything that I needed. So I, I really didn't pay any attention to basketball uh, uh, after I decided that they needed to get rid of me. So, but. A few years later, that's saving. Either going to go ahead and do something that they all usually do is become an announcer or a color commentator. All those all those opportunities will come his way. You know, I, I may not have gotten those kind of opportunities, but but sometimes you know, the little window closed and a bigger window open, and and you're, you're not looking for any more windows. And yet they're still coming. So he'll have to make some choices. And I think the time off, you know, he can do is like recharge his battery, get a mm-hmm. recharge, and come back and coach again. Uh-huh. I mean, nothing is impossible anymore.
2: No, you know, I can remember when Eddie Sutton got fired at Kentucky, and I think for a year he kind of went and watched other teams practice, he and did. went to a few games and stuff, and. He later said, every coach, not done when want to get fired, but every coach ought to take a year like that. It does recharge your batteries. And, uh, right. Because it, it's tough to do to just nonstop, and particularly in today's day of recruiting with the NIL and everything else, it's 24-7, 365 days. Coaches can't get away from it at all.
3: Not at all. Not at all. It, it, like I said, it's a new game, it's a new day. And... Look at this game tonight. I mean, what's that? it's 8 o'clock here, 10 yep. o'clock, 9 o'clock, somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> 9
4: o'clock there. Yeah. The,
3: school, the school is tomorrow also,
2: isn't it? Well, no, they're out of school right now. And, in fact, my, he's going to do something that I don't know that I've seen anybody do before. The next game's at Florida. They're flying out of Georgia tonight, which you got to figure is on Eastern time zone. It's going to probably be 12.31 in the morning. And they're flying to Gainesville. They'll get in there about three or three thirty in the morning, and just stay for two days and practice there before the game. But uh, what a what a brutal trip that is to get there at three in the morning.
3: Wow. Well, like I said, education went out the door, and the thing that is happening—you just got to win certain games now. You, You know, it ain't it ain't like you gotta work the conference and become conference champions. You know. I would like to see the conference champions get the automatic bid, and and, and the sub automatic yeah. bid goes yeah. to the, the conference tournament winner. Yeah. You know, because the body of work, the body of time, now our regular season don't mean anything. You can be two and forty, it doesn't matter. Get to the tournament, you're in. But but if you if you're forty and two, you've you've done enough work to be in. <laughs> So, I don't know. It, it, you got that. If nothing else cuts it, 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 it means you you need to dedicate some more to the educational part of it than you need
1: to cut the schedule. Yeah, Rick, you were, mm-hmm. you were talking a moment ago about uh, the itinerary, what we believe is the itinerary, going from Athens, Georgia, to uh, Gainesville, Florida. It almost sounds like one of those old baseball trips, you know, you'd – You'd go play at point A, and then you'd hop on the bus, and you'd go to point B, and then you'd finally turn around and come back home, but you end up uh, being gone for several days. In fact, that is how, for years, uh, when I was doing Sunbelt basketball for both Arkansas State and, and at that time, UALR, uh, you might go to Beaumont uh, and play Lamar, and then you would bus over to New Orleans – and then play there, and then eventually fly back home. Or you could go South Alabama, and, and same thing with New Orleans. I mean, yeah. there were so many different combinations they could have, but it ended up being like a four- or five-day trip before it's all said and done. And uh, yeah. certainly where you're obviously glad to get back home. I, that many days on the road, I, I, I didn't like that.
4: But, yeah, let's go picnic.
3: Spending time out on that road is, Not not a picnic at all. Not at all. Mostly the guys who take them trips, you come back with 0 and (laughs) 2.
1: Real quick. That makes for some long uh, drives back home or either some long flights coming back home uh, when you're 0 and 2 off of a two game road swing. Um, Coach, it's been uh, kind of well written. Thoroughly talked about, hashed out, and that was the debacle this past Saturday against Auburn. Uh, I know this may be a question you don't want to answer, but I'll ask it anyway. If you could give Coach Musselman any advice right now, what would you say to him? Because uh, this team is—I I don't know if it's in a funk. I don't know what you what you would call it, but uh, they got to get these engines started.
3: I believe, it, I believe it. he he will get him started. Yeah, you know, I just my game and his game is a different game.
4: Yeah, and,
3: and he's been very successful with his game. So I I think the most advice I would ever give a guy is, is that you you like what you're doing. If you can get them to do what you want them to do, then you're doing the right thing. You can't listen to everybody's theory on why you're not being able. To win, you can't listen to everybody because everybody's got an idea. It's like, you know, everybody's got one. <laughs> so, the tune, the tune, tune all your systems out is the wisest thing to try to do. You got to tune because you you have more than the group that you have on the bench with you. You have hundreds of thousands of them right behind that <laughs>
4: Right.
3: And then you got hundreds of thousands of them on the telephone.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he's got a bunch of them on the bench with him, too, if you ever look behind his bench. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw that. I'm saying, damn, he's got,
3: he got, he got a coach for every position.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> Including the reserves. <laughs> yeah, that's
3: what I'm talking about. All of them. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So, uh. No, he I, – I think if they can get – it's going to be a tough ball game tonight. But if they can somehow get through that, they're sitting in a good position. Always figure this. If you lose at home, you're more than a game and a half behind. But if you, if you win on the road, you pick up two games in my math block. So a big win on the road that nullifies the game they lost at home. Coach, Actually, up a little bit you see, on that road is a monster I used to think that if you to win half of your games on the road and all of coach we love you
1: gotta go thank you, you coach. It.